0: Yeah, you be by Lane. i will be Superman. <laughs>
1: That's quite a line. is <laughs> a great line. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's create at least it's not you well, know stereotypical. There you go. Yeah.
0: 805, we'll 8.05 on the five of May. Oh, Cinco there you to five oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Did you have people running around yesterday telling you it was Star Wars Day? And I, I have three sons, yeah. so. Yeah, May the f- fourth. Three. I have three sons five, and five. one daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I had stopped counting after those. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I have at least that many kids. Uh, but yes, they, they made sure I knew that. So yeah, there's always a gimmicky little thing associated Wars? with it. It's May the fourth. May the fourth be with yeah. you. Yeah. All yeah right. Okay. Yeah. I had to stop and think that through as wow. well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, and uh, they don't even re- they, they only celebrate Cinco de Mayo in one little part of Mexico.
1: It doesn't matter. We all get very yeah, excited about <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, right? We, we think it's a national holiday. Out. Yeah. yeah it's like, wait, I can't go to work.
0: <laughs> and by the way, uh, road patrols will be out in uh, force today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have it on good authority. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of authority. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Speaking of authority. In a few minutes, yep. yes.
0: Uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, it's kind of the Elton John farewell tour. You yeah know, it's taking two years yeah but was, you know we're
1: we're okay we're really okay with that we yeah.
0: don't see david go no yeah, we're, no, we're no. fine no but we'll uh, we'll get to him in just a minute but yes uh busy busy show this morning oh my goodness yeah yeah what happened
1: <laughs> do you mean just now because actually a couple minutes ago yeah the board kind of exploded and oh. i think i startled people awake this morning oh okay
0: well i'll tell you what let's just jump right in
1: oh. Uh, yeah uh, oh okay
0: you got something you want to do
1: i don't know see i'm a very methodical person so yeah that's (laughs) what i think of when i think of you methodical (laughs) that's just the word that just jumps that is hurtful i don't know i feel like we uh, no we had no we had good bump music for the entrances he needs a good entrance we're not gonna just gaze into it we he needs an intro an entrance his own dedicated segment <laughs> so, you see we what We're going to do things. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: okay. You,
0: you, now you see what people don't see. Okay. <laughs>
1: Actually, uh, yeah. Chief Cahill, he's probably looking for you to kind of replace this little seat yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Wow.
0: All right. Well, we will uh, chat with our guest in just a moment. Okay. All
1: perfect. Right? That would be orderly. Oh, thank you. Man, I got snapped. Yeah, okay, kinda. fine.
0: Yeah, um, yeah we're going to talk to oh, a whole bunch of people this morning, uh, which we, is good. We are, yes. yeah, which is good. Yes. Um, uh, local law enforcement. Yes, uh, we're going to chat with the president of the New Hampshire Bankers Association. Um, they uh, are supporting supported a bill um, uh, which passed, which allows for the delaying of transactions to help combat financial exploitation. Ooh, yeah. okay, all right, so, very uh, good. Uh, we're going to have uh, Christy, uh, Christy Merrill in
1: chatting with us about I that. Can. And we're going to hear from Carrie at the Upper Valley Humane Society. And there's a little plot twist coming. Oh, really? On yep. Okay. yep. All right. So stay well, tuned. Stuff, stuff, and yeah. stuff. All right.
0: yep. So now can we take a break?
1: Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that would be the next order of sequence. Thank of, you. We're going to yeah, take a break. And then sounds. we're going to be back with our
0: first guest with his own
1: Intro and yes, perfect. Okay, wow. (laughs) We'll be back in a moment. Thank you,
0: Jeannie. Just whistling on his way out of Sunapee. Uh, chief David P. K. Hill retiring after 20 years as the uh, Sunapee uh, police chief and 35 years total in law enforcement. Um, wow, where did the time go, David?
2: Yeah, no, we were just talking about yeah. it. I feel like I can't believe I'm can't believe I'm retiring. Number one, number two, I can't believe. Um, I can't believe the years have gone by so fast. I mean, fast. you should—you should get, get, get
0: buying beer. I mean, <laughs> well, come I appreciate on, it, but you know, but I think some of the gray hair may uh,
2: <laughs> may be a clue. But no, I appreciate it. But um, you know what? I—I'm—I'm I'm consider myself the luckiest guy in the world. I've um, everything that's happened to me over the years. Everything, my family and stuff. I just feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I have four great kids. I have five grandchildren, and to um, finish up a career like I have, I'm—I just feel like I'm very lucky, very fortunate. So,
1: all right. So let me ask you these yes. two tough questions. Yes. One, what are you really going to miss? And of course, the follow-up is going to be, what are you not going to miss at all?
2: I'm not going to miss Monday mornings. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I don't like Monday mornings at all. It's always uh, management by crisis on a Monday morning. Uh, yeah. um, what will I miss? I'll miss. Um, all the friendships. I'll miss the guys I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, just an incredible group of guys. But, um, but I'll miss the community going in and talking and being able to go around town and um, stop here or there, meet with people, talk with people, help people resolving issues. Um, so a small town police chief is um, more about resolving issues and problems as opposed to crimes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I laugh and joke and say, I'm only, the, I'm only the police chief, and literally I am just only the police chief. Um, the guys that work for me are really the brick and mortar of that department and the community and really have um, – I can come in and meet with people, figure out what's, what I need to do to change things, to make things better for the community and stuff, and it's those guys who work for me that go out and make the changes and make the difference. So at the end of the day, I'm only the police chief.
1: That's nice. So it sounds like if you've got that kind of faith in your staff – yeah. And that must make it a little easier there's always going to be parts that are hard to walk away from or to retire from what you're doing but probably a little bit of a feeling of okay this is going to keep running well we've got great guys and and ladies in place to to handle this
2: yeah we've established um you know i look at everybody who's at the department um i've been there for 20 years as an officer that's been there for 25 or better years Um, the two guys below me have been there for 18 and 16 years. So Mm. it's, it's, uh, you know, our secretary retired the beginning of the year and she'd been there for 15 years and she's like, I don't feel like I'm retiring from a job. I feel like I'm leaving a group of friends and I'm not going to come in with you guys anymore. And so really it's the small town, small family that, you know, we are, that we're there and we rely on each other. We work well with each other. Um, we have mutual respect for each other, which is huge because, when you can respect other people that you work with, it creates a kind of a a much different um, relationship and situation within the department. Um, And being able to trust everybody is huge. So, um, so we've been very fortunate over the years to create such a, um, a great group of people with some great, Um, strong relationships and friendships amongst each other that we just know what the person's going to do and how we're going to act. We know what the expectations are. I know I can ask them to do something and don't feel like I've got to issue orders every single day of the week. They're on the same page as I am when it comes to um, preventing crime, making differences and stuff like that. So Hmm. uh, like I said, we're very fortunate to have such a good, strong group of people over there.
0: You, You really are a small town boy, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, well, no, no, no. And Born and raised in Elkins. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so if if you had it to do over, um, could you have done. Uh, I, I, I think the answer is yes, you could have. But um, would you have had as much success if you were the police chief of, say, Nashua? Different set of problems.
2: So I'd like to think that, um, I, you know, I think everybody's everybody controls their future. Right. Everybody. So. I. I believe i am where i am because of i created my own destiny and i I drove myself there i feel like i'm the kind of person i would have succeeded in most any environment that i could have put myself in within a year of my um starting um i had an opportunity to go to one of new hampshire's bigger cities Mm. and i just i just wanted to i just wanted to go stay in a small town your comfort zone was here yeah i mean it's being able to Know people in town, see those people in town, you develop that relationship with people. I coach baseball in um, Hillsborough and in Sanope for my kids, and coaching hockey and basketball. I mean, I've so you participate in those things and you build relationships and friendships. And, um, you know, as a result of living in those communities, I've developed a lot of good, strong friendships with a lot of people outside of law enforcement. And I don't know that I I'm sure you would have strong friendships and wherever you go, sure, whatever sure. you do, but sure. um, it just, for me, it's the small town um, uh, friendships that I just really yeah. enjoy, and I just love being in the small towns. And
0: um, and, and don't misconstrue that. I, I believe you could have been successful anywhere you went. Thank you. But the, your comfort zone is a small town yeah. guy. You yeah. know, you, you value those relationships that you may not have had as intimate a relationship right. in, in a bigger envir- urban environment. Right. So. Right. Um, politics would be the same no matter
2: where you go big town small town there's still politics that are there yeah. um but uh like i said it's being able to go around town walk around town people call you i mean i get calls um that are not police work related that somebody needs a hand with something and i'm having an issue with this or what do you think about that what would you do so it's it's you look back at those and say that's that's a lot more than just being the police chief that's a friendship yeah. and i and i and i look at that truly as friendship stuff and um you know, people might call and say, I'm in a situation, what would you do? How do you handle that? And you know, what's your take on something like this? And um, so f- it's, you're right. I don't know that you could have all of those small intimate things in a larger place. I think there's a lot more that goes on, um, but. But
0: I think in a smaller smaller environment, um, you get a better sense of when when to put the hammer down and when to, what you don't have to say yep. carries a stronger. Uh, because, again, I was a small town kid. Uh, I remember a graduation party. Uh, I understand there was alcohol at the party.
1: Uh, (laughs) Some of the kids might have brought some. Yeah, I I don't remember. Uh, Uh
0: But I was driving home and the blue lights came on behind me. And I'm like,
1: okay.
0: And it was the police chief of the town. And he said, were you at the party up on Mill Hill? Yes, sir. "Uh, Do you want me to tell your parents? No, sir, I'm going to follow you home. Yep. And you pull in that driveway, you turn that car off, and you get your butt into bed. And if I see you do that, I won't tell your parents. All right, sir. <laughs> and I pulled in the dooryard, parked the car, boom. And he just Bob just drove down the street and never heard another word. That's all it took for me. Yep. He didn't have to put the hammer down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've that had, was the hammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and I've had many encounters and conversations with the youth and in, in our community, and I've said, Make sure you tell your mom and dad I said hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because we're gonna because I'm sure the next <laughs> yeah. time I see them, and yes. so it gives them the opportunity. Yep. And they understand that you know, you you know almost everybody in town. Oh, yeah. You're friends with a lot of people, and so I tell them, make sure you tell your mom and dad I said hello. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> oh, Enough said right? <laughs> right there. Yep, yep, no. yep. My uh, watch softly carry big stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: My my dad was best friends with my high school Spanish teacher. Guess which homework always got done, no matter what else That's I was right. gonna yeah. kinda of <laughs> blow <laughs> off. Yeah wow Wow! Wow! same concept so and as we're you know we're talking small town um as we're driving around these last couple of weeks you can feel the energy and the busyness picking up because we're coming into spring and summer where you know the population is going to what at least double um what kinds of things now are you guys uh gearing up for thinking okay these are some of the
0: the new york and connecticut license
1: yeah. <laughs> place. Yeah, <I> <laughs> Maybe. but you know what what kinds of um opportunities are going to present themselves with these next few months um
2: so a lot of things that happen in Sunapee is um you know our population almost doubles in town um but it doesn't mean our crime rate goes through the roof it's just there's a lot more calls for service motor vehicle accidents motor vehicle unlocks um you know, there are some of our statistical data. I brought over some of our quarterly stuff. Um, our, our crimes do rise during the summer because um, you know, there are boating issues that happen on the lake. There's DWIs. There's a lot of that. And we're in a resort community area, New London, Sunapee, Newbury, that around the lake and stuff. And people have summer homes here. And with the rise of Airbnbs, it brings other people from other places. Um, and they're on vacation and they want to have fun. And unfortunately, sometimes that's where we get involved. So... Um, for us, we're going to start um, gearing up on our schedule. All of our schedules will change. Ten-hour um, days, overlaps. Um, we double up on the weekends. Generally, there's a, um, a lot that happens in Sunapee during the weekends. There's the farmers market. There's all kinds of events in the harbor that take place. Um, so we'll double up shifts and stuff like that during the summer. I don't add a complete staff of part-timers or extra people during the summer. Um, I keep the staff that I have, and the part-timers are just expected to work more hours during the summer. I don't generally bother them during the fall or the winter unless something's going on or vacation or somebody's injured or out sick. Um, So I do rely on them an awful lot during the summer to fill in some of the holes in our schedule. Are you uh, – is is the
0: PD on the lake? No, it is not. Okay. I didn't know if – that, is that fishing game or marine patrol? Oh, I'm control? sorry.
2: We are on the. So we do. We have a boat. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, we have okay. a boat. We have a boat patrol. And actually, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was. Um, Next week, our dock, we got a permit from DES and through Governor and Council to erect a dock in Sunapee Harbor just for the police boats. So it'll be a 6x30 dock that we'll be putting down there. Um, The boat will will be there. The uh, boat is a 22-foot boat with a center console and stuff. And um, we have two officers that I've hired over the years that have previously worked for Marine Patrol. So they have the experience and some of the certifications and stuff. Um, We have a YouTube channel. You can go on YouTube. We have... um, we did a boat patrol on video. That's there as well. Um, if somebody wants to watch that, um, so we are very active out there. We what do you do out there? I mean, enforce uh, safe passages and okay. flotation devices and oh, okay. uh, wake zone stuff. Anything to do with the water and stuff. We'll do that. Um, The other thing that we have as well is uh, we have a box in Sunapee Harbor and in George's Mills Harbor. It's one of these big plastic Rubbermaid boxes. Mm -hmm. And it's a life jacket, um, a loaner life jacket program. So they're full of life jackets. And if somebody needs a life jacket, they're welcome to use them and just put them back in when you get done. Often, at times, driving up and down Route 11 and other streets, you'll see a life jacket on the side of the road. Yeah. It blew out of somebody's yep. boat. They didn't drive mm. all the way from Amherst, New Hampshire, or someplace else to come right. to Lake Sunapee, and because they don't have a life jacket, they're going to turn around and go home. So right. we feel like there's a risk that they'll take out there to do that. So um, we do have a box at both harbors for um, people to use if they need one, find out that they're short. All different sizes, kids and plus uh, floating um seats and stuff that they're required to have as well so um they're in those boxes and we encourage people to use them as much as they
0: need to so. yeah and don't, don't shove them under the constant don't shove them under the console of a thwart wear them right water's mm-hmm. cold this time of year and if you go in um,
1: there's not a lot of time to then yeah, go wait yeah. where is yeah.
2: yeah yeah um it is that's the other thing is it is extremely cold this time of year it's about 40 degrees is the t- uh, water temperature yep. um you fall in that water and try to move around and do things and you're going to get um, tired fast mm. several years ago um in i believe it was in april we rescued um a, a father and two young children um yeah. from a canoe that fell in yeah. and by the time we got the child um we were able to rescue him out of the water bring him to the ambulance on shore and by the time we got there hypothermic thermia started to set in for the young child mm. so um it is extremely dangerous to be out there right now um not to say that you can't be but boy you just got to know the
0: conditions that are there um with the temperature of the water and stuff. So what's your legacy? What are you leaving behind when people think David Cahill, chief? What, what's the word or two that's going to come to mind? I think communication and friend
2: f- and friend and friendly. I think it's okay. um, been a strong communication with the department, out to the community, transparency. Um, <laughs> we created a quarterly report, which is transparent, talks about, Everything that we've done over the quarters, we've divided the town up into eight different sectors so we can document. We have a lot of private communities. We have Oakledge, we have right. Grand Leden, right. uh Fishers Bay. So we've created a lot of those as um, sectors, so to speak, so we can document what kind of calls we respond there. Um, we have I have Coffee with the Chief monthly, and I went over this in April at the Coffee with the Chief to discuss with the community mm-hmm. where we are. It goes through a um, version of... We'll sit and talk with it as a command staff, as a department, and then present it to the community, make sure um, that we've covered everything that we can cover. I I think the transparency
0: and the professionalism is... The public appreciate that? Yeah. The, 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 The coffee with the chief? That kind of thing, that transparency?
2: I tell them there's probably 3% of what we do in the police station that's absolutely top secret. Other than that, um, I'll tell you anything you want to know. We can sit and talk about anything. Um, I don't know everything, and I'm not perfect. I'm happy to change things to meet people's needs and stuff like that. If That's a little late now, David. You you haven't been coffee with the chief, because we talk about it all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. how How do you just walk away 35 years of that? What are you going to say now? Uh yeah, the paint is on aisle 2. Right. Um, I mean, I don't see you doing
2: <laughs> that. Yeah. Um it, it is tough, but you know, as I as I said when I first get in here this morning, timing is everything. Yeah. Um and I, I you know, I don't feel like I've done everything I can do for the town of Sunnyside, but I've certainly done all that I I feel like I'm I'm capable of doing at this point. Um and um I just think the time is right to move on and as I said to you I have uh, I'll have the weekend off the 14th and 15th and then I'll start my new job on the 16th <laughs> so it's uh, but I'm the kind of guy I feel like I'm going to work my whole life it just matters how much and yeah, what see, I'll be I doing and I can't sit around the house I got covid in January and my family and I were in the house for like ten days straight, or whatever it was, and I was just climbing the walls. I'm like, I, I can't do this. I don't know if it's because I knew I couldn't go anywhere, yeah. but like, I can't sit around the house. I at least got to go out and grab a coffee or do something. So, that is a trying
1: time for so, those. Yeah. So,
0: coming up on May 13th. Yes. Uh, there is the goodbye. Yes. Uh, Community is invited to celebrate your accomplishments. Uh, a procession. Yeah. So. Um, I haven't been filled in with all the
2: details that are happening. I think they're trying to keep some things a surprise for me, which...
0: Uh, the procession is going to be um, so, at Sunapee at 2, yep. moves moved to Sunapee Harbor. Yep. And later that evening, community open house at the livery. Yes. Sunapee Harbor from 5 to 7. Yes. Is that cash bar or open bar? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just, I, so in yeah. the unexpected <laughs> things,
1: that they, they probably are keeping some special surprises for yes. you. How hard are they going to have to work to have you show emotion? Uh probably not. Not hard. hard. Not hard. No, I.
3: <laughs> I, mean. I as I, I get older up. and stuff, yeah. I feel like I
2: cry over commercials on TV or something. <laughs> yes, I'm like, what yes, is this? Yes. But, uh, you know what? It's um, and, and it's hard because it is like a family over yeah. there. It's yeah. not. I mean, I How, don't know. How's the search, it just, how's the search for David K. Hill 2.0 coming? Um, So, as I said to you, it's uh, in in the town manager's form of government, it's um, her decision at the end of the day. Um, I've made my recommendation with an internal candidate, and um, I've I've made a suggestion in my, um, but like I said, at the end of the day, it's her decision. She's got to feel comfortable with what she's um, doing and moving forward. And I'm sure she has, um, you know, what that David Cahill 2.0 should look like and (laughs) needs to do. and. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to leave and continually meddle in town business sure. or the police department. Sure. But I've said that I'm certainly not walking away. And if somebody needed something, I'd be there to help at the station. Do you think wherever. that
0: a successor will be named by the 16th?
2: Um, that I don't know. Okay. No.
0: Didn't know if there would be a gap.
2: Uh, or no, I wish I could tell you that you know you can expect something next week, but okay. I don't. I don't have that information. I've. Um, um, I've just kind of stepped away and let her make her decision, and I'm happy to be a resource to her um, or the community making that decision moving forward. Um, I I don't want to participate in any oral boards or interviews and stuff because I feel like I'm. I, I just don't want to be there and you know feel like I'm making the pick as to who's gonna,
0: um, sure replace me. So no, makes sense. Well, we've still got a few more days. I yes. Know, so. You can always swing by. Great.
1: You
4: know? <laughs> Great. Yes, yes. After that, uh, make an appointment. David who? No blue lights? No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the yeah, cruiser? Well, Where's the
1: cruiser? Get yeah, out of here. Exactly. But uh, no, it's been really neat that you are so willing to share your heart because we can see yes. that your heart is in uh, the job that you've done. In your community, and as you said, as you're moving on to other endeavors, it's not that the heart for the community is going away. Right. It feels like you're very, still much a part of this uh, this yep. area. We'll still
2: live in town. Um, our 18 our year old son is graduating this year, headed off to college, mm-hmm. um, and then we have a 15 year old daughter who will be finishing up high school. So we're not oh. we're not moving anywhere as fast. Um, I'd like to say that I want to go live in like South Carolina or Georgia and or golf my entire life. But there are animals down there that want to kill you every day of the week, <laughs> yeah. so I'll take the snow and I'm stuff in like there. That. That's what it's, my big yeah. thing Lord.
1: is. I want to move I want to retire to Florida and that's what my son says. He's like, Everything in your backyard wants to kill you. Yeah. I was like, Well that's probably what people think of New Hampshire. We have fisher cats and yeah. bears and you know uh, I'll take this every day of the week. Squirrels.
2: Yeah. I um I was just in Myrtle Beach golfing with a bunch of friends two weeks ago and As we get up onto one of the tee boxes, you look in the little pond, and there's an alligator swimming across. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm all set. Thanks for the reminder. I appreciate it. Your ball's over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'll take the drop. I'm all set. Oh, dear. Uh,
0: Chief, um, again, I hope hope we get to see you one more time. But if we don't, thanks thanks for coming in. Uh, Thanks for your tenure. Mm. And you will be missed. You know that.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's, um, outlets like this that allow me to come in and talk about the great things that happen in Sunapee. Um, not just the policemen, but the residents, the citizens, all the other departments that do good things in that town. And, um, while selfishly I can only talk about the town of Sunapee, I I know there are a lot of towns across the state that do great things, but, um, I do appreciate the opportunities to come in here, talk on the radio, um, tell you I'm proud to talk about the Sunope police department everything that we do um and so for that i'm very grateful to have been a part of this so well we'll be happy
0: to extend the same courtesy to the new chief yes you know have him come on in yep. so that's excellent all right 834 uh chief david cahill uh on his way out you still got time don't go speeding through town. No, don't be doing that. That's not a good buy gift, okay? No. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on the other
3: side.
1: yes
0: all i can't pop it out all right ah eight forty. Uh, it was nice to see the chief uh spend some time with us uh great guy um wow 20 years 20 years chief in centipede and said you know timing is everything i'm i'm gone so wow um but uh, definitely a class act I'm sure he's going to be missed so uh looking at uh, uh wall street right now uh dow futures are down s p 500 down NASDAQ down, gold is up, silver is up, crude oil also up. Oof, 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 oof. So, um, the, the Fed went up a half a percent, um, which is going to make loans a little more expensive. Um, and we'll talk to New Hampshire bankers about that. Uh, U.S. productivity fell at an annual 7.5% rate in the first quarter, not good, not good. And U.S. weekly first-time unemployment claims rose by 19,000. Ouch. Again,
1: not good. And in in the midst of all that not good, yeah, we're going to talk to someone who's going to bring us some good. And uh, thank you. speaking of the Queen, so we, we were playing Find Me Somebody to Love, yep, yep. we are going to talk to Carrie Hamill with Upper Valley Humane Society. How are you, Carrie? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, ah. good. Yeah. So I understand we've been very successful in finding somebody to love for a few pets. Oh, I see what you did yeah. there. That was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was well orchestrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> I told you there was a, a plot twist. So Carrie's going to tell us about oh, the plot okay. twist okay. for today. <laughs> All
5: right. You know, I was excited to talk to you about this cat named Poe because he was living in my office. and um what a funny cat he came in here and he hid for days he was just scared but he would let you pet him and then all of a sudden monday i'm sitting at my desk typing away and i feel this rubbing against my (laughs) leg i look down and it's poe he decided to come out and ever since then he'd been like all over me all over my wow. desk, rubbing all over me, just, oh, he wanted love all the time. And um, he was awesome and super affectionate, but he got adopted yesterday afternoon. Oh, <laughs> that yay. is fantastic. Yay. Good, 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 you know, good. And honestly, not only
1: are we happy for Poe, because that that is obviously the outcome that we desire, but secondly, do you know how hard it is to find bump music appropriate for a cat named Poe? It's yeah, very it difficult so that worked out well for. No, us. but we did. We did. We did. It's very obscure. Yeah,
0: very obscure. Uh Creedence Clearwater Revival, uh down on the corner. You know the song? I do. Okay, and it's Willie and the Pole Boys <laughs> down on the corner.
5: Oh my god. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. I know. Yep. You are totally right. Thank uh, you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. But see how oh, hard I'm I I was I'm explaining too. this to and She's yeah. going, "What?" I said, "Just find it. Find it." And And there it was. Playing the line, I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" So I was much relieved. Leave it to Peter. Yes, (laughs) for sure. You name the damn cat Poe. You get what we give you. Okay, that's that's right. Well, congratulations for Poe then. That is awesome. I'm sure he and his new owners are very happy.
5: Yes, I think so. Um, I don't know. A while back, we talked about a dog named Tank. Yes. Yep. Um, he was recently adopted, and he was here for seven months. Oh, wow. He was, uh, you know, he was a pit bull mix with with little cropped ears and a chronic skin condition, and he had some trust issues and fear of, of leashes and collars for a while. This kind of dog, he couldn't be placed with other dogs or cats or kids, so one of those type of, of dogs that is harder to place, mm-hmm. he just needed the right person, and, and for him it took seven months. And I really want people to know that that's okay. It can take them seven months. It can take them a year. It can take them however long. Um, you know, he, he was he was here with us to stay until he found the right person. Um, we don't have a time limit on animals here. And I know that sometimes people... We'll see or hear that an animal is being brought to a shelter and they kind of panic and they think the worst.
4: Mm-hmm. But
5: in New England, it's not like it is in other areas where, where the shelters are overcrowded, you know, like down south or, or other areas. And, and often that's why we do transports with, with animals. We'll take animals from overcrowded shelters because you know, they may not that have a chance to to stay in the shelter, and then we'll take them here and find them good homes because we don't we don't have a ton. You know, we, we're we're sometimes very low on animals, so I wanted to bring that up. And um, you know, we have a cat that's actually been in foster care and in our our care for over eight months, and she's had multiple health issues. She's like hyperthyroid and has some some other issues, and so she's here to stay. So animals, you know, 97% of the animals who were in our care here last year were either adopted, they were reclaimed by their owners, or they were transferred to another New England shelter. So, you know, 97%. So it's almost unheard of, honestly. And I know, you know, people, we frequently get asked if we're a no-kill shelter. We are a no-kill shelter. We just don't really care for that term because you know, sometimes an animal is suffering, and mm-hmm. we want to do what's right by that animal because we love them.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Or sometimes we do have an animal that's too dangerous to place in a home, and but it's very rare. I just, I just want um, the public to know it's very rare. We take those decisions, you know, very seriously, and, and multiple people are involved, and it's always, always um, a really hard decision. So. Not to bring it down a little, but I did want want people to know the happy news is that, you know, we don't have a time or space limit here. So feel comfortable that when an animal is being brought to us, we're going to take very good care of it
1: that is really good to know it and it's a, it's yeah. a neat point you know that that yes it's it's the the pets are being cared for they're being taken care of and loved even if it takes a little bit longer for that individual animal uh, to be adopted and i'm wondering does it happen then when folks are coming in and they're looking for a pet and they find out that an animal has been there for a number of months does that kind of dissuade them from pursuing that a little bit more or I don't think I don't think yeah.
5: so. And you know, okay. sometimes we'll have people come in and look and look for that. You know, who hey, mm-hmm. who's been here the longest? Who's who's um, been a little bit challenging? Um, who's not having any luck finding a home? You know what's this reminds me. This is funny. A friend of mine was looking for a kitten, and um, we had, we had put these four new kittens up for adoption. And she came in and she she met them. She told me she she picked the one that seemed like. He needed a little more care. She said the other three seem like they're going to find a home really easily, and he seems like um, he just needs a little, I don't know, he seems like the the most challenging or something. Mm -hmm. And um, I just Mm -hmm. thought that was so cute and sweet. So there are people like that that will pick, you know, not the obvious choice.
1: That is heartwarming honestly. And to hear, it is. Nice to know, hear. Yeah, yeah, it is that there are some folks that come in and say, "Okay, who's been here longer?" because yeah, those are the those are the pets that maybe are going to need um someone with that big heart that that really yeah. can take them on. Oh, that is neat. Hmm.
5: It's happened with senior animals too. Like um, you know, sometimes people will say, "Well, you know, I'm looking for a senior cat." And oh, that warms my heart, you mm-hmm.
3: know. Sure.
5: Yep. Wow. They all need love.
1: I lo- yeah, I like hearing
5: the
0: the success rate. Yes. That's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that it's not, yeah. Right, yep. Wow, all right. That even if it takes yep. a little bit of time, those animals will be loved and cared for until that permanent home is ready. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. you, you still
0: have some some critters looking for homes that haven't been publicized?
5: We, yeah, we have, um, yeah, so we have, so we have the ones that are available. We still have, you know, we've got a senior cat in Foster who's kind of a grump. <laughs> and we've got... Um, I've
1: got a co-host got like a, that.
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we've got um we've got a couple we've got like a seven year old and a six year old and a one year old and we've got some dogs still we've got we've got we've got our Lola and our mama who've been here for a little while mm. we've got another lab mix named Bella who came from a different shelter um from North Carolina mm. And so um, we should be having some more available pretty soon because we did um, start doing transporting again, which is nice. It, it really opens up, but, you know, it gives a little more variety. So actually, people actually don't know sometimes who's already here and who's, who's new from, you know, somewhere else. Like the, mm-hmm. they're just all here. And sometimes the dogs that have been here all along end up going home. So I love it.
0: That's perfect. So can people just like swing by and, and see, see what's there?
5: Um, they should check our website, uvhs.org, okay. and give us a call, and they can set up an appointment. Um, they'll talk with, to one of our animal care um, staff members, and they'll they'll um, send them a survey. It's not an application. It's just a survey to kind of find out what they're looking for, and then they can set up a time to come in and, and do a meet and greet. Our phone number is 603-448-6888. There you go.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay, well, next time, find, find an easier name than Paul, okay?
5: <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Peter. <laughs> All right. We appreciate it. Oh, Thank thanks, you. Jerry. Thank you,
0: guys. <laughs> bye 850, 10 to the west of 9 o'clock. Taking a break. Back with more. Eight
5: by hour and older by the
6: minute. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think I'll just call it a day something tall and strong. They a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past 12, but I don't care. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> uh,
3: 855
0: is the time if you're uh, down uh, the seacoast down Portsmouth area. Um, Interstate 95 closed in both directions over the Piscataqua River Bridge this morning um bridge was closed uh, just uh, about 55 minutes ago because of ongoing police activity i don't know what that means that does
1: not sound good
0: nope uh drivers are urged to seek alternate routes not known when the bridge will reopen
1: wow yeah, yeah. wow so if you uh oh dear
0: got somebody who's doing business down that neck of the woods you might want to give them a heads up
1: yeah say bail bail yeah, yeah. so Maybe bail isn't the right word to use. Well, you You may need, well, no, I'm saying bail money. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Because of the police activity. I was thinking, bail. I know, I was kind of going both ways. We're working this a little too much. Poe. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Wow.
0: Squirrel. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, So, uh, I don't know what that is, but police activity. Hmm. That's not good. Not good. I I saw a story yesterday uh, that just made me think. You know, um, the the younger generation is just as stupid as we are. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Buy now, pay later Mm -hmm. is sending the TikTok generation spiraling into
1: debt. Okay. Yeah. How is that any different than credit cards?
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, One TikTok user Features uh, her in a faux fur coat and gold earrings. Mm-hmm. She said, I was fully under the impression that I only owed maybe $300 max on afterpay. Then a screenshot pops up with her balance more than $2,000. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: And she's like, Oh, I didn't know.
1: Wow, how come? Yeah. Well, what did she think the original agreement was? I mean, Gen y- Z
0: y- in particular has fallen in love with short term loans. Mm-hmm. Um, this is basically what they are. They're short-term loans, point-of-sale mm-hmm. loans. Mm-hmm. Spending 925% more now through point-of-sale service than in January 2020.
1: Ugh. Wow. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it is, it, it's that dose of reality that's needed. I think there, and probably every generation, when you get into your 20s, you want what your parents have. Now, your parents are usually, you know, 40 or 50 and have had a lifetime of working toward yep, that, yep. but when you're 20, you want to <laughs> skip ahead and just get there and have those things. Um, it's you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm having some of those conversations with my youngsters, yeah, and sure. you know, they're looking ahead and getting excited about the future. I'm like, that is great, get excited, but let's let's do some uh, realistic planning. Yep. Needs and How rest, are you going to get there? Yep. Yeah.
0: Most of the Buy Now, Pay Later services operate as a hybrid between traditional credit card and layaway. They provide short-term financing on anything from a Gucci handbag (laughs) to American Airlines flights, splitting the payment into four or five chunks with the first payment due at the time of purchase. The rest is usually paid off monthly or every two weeks. Um, And another TikToker uh, declined to give her last name. Mm. Uh, She said, well, you know, it's only this amount over four months. People almost brag or joke that it was only 24 payments of $20, or I got it with Afterpay, so technically it's free.
3: Oh, good night. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know, my it's like, goodness. oh, kid, oh, you know?
0: Wow. This is the generation that we're gonna count on to keep uh, Social Security afloat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, people, of, uh, people of color uh, like to use these services, okay. apparently, and they're already burdened by debt more than Caucasians. Wow. Um, 28% of black and Hispanic Americans signed up for at least one point of sale loan in January, compared with 14% of white Americans. It's like, so the people who are already down and under, yeah. they're giving them more ways to stay down and under. Not good, man. Not good. Hey, but
6: that's all right. I ain't had a day off now, and over a year, my Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here. If the falls from me, you can Tell them I just sailed away And pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only
3: half past twelve But I
6: don't care The DJ puts Bon Jovi on She might come home in a tablecloth Yeah, the makes her cry can handle any champagne brunch, a bridal shower with and pumps, jello shooters full of smear off to but tequila makes her clothes fall off. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: about his grandmother. Oh, my what? God. What? That's even worse no. somehow. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a cute it, it's, oh, How many I, hits, how many I, views I don't know, it doesn't mean anything 36 million <laughs> It doesn't mean anything <laughs> It just means that you've been clicking into yeah. this 36 million yeah. oh, times Jeez, Louise I'm not uh,
0: happy You know, I'm, I'm happy that you made it to Florida <laughs> and back
1: Oh no, yep. why?
0: With uh, leisure traveling roaring back The skies are jamming up mm-hmm. oh, Tell me about it Nowhere more so than in FLA Thanks to private jet flights, space launches, <laughs> and severe weather. The Sunshine State is seen its worst gridlock in years.
1: Yeah. Yep. I, I can attest to that, uh, <laughs> just being on the You know, and you do that weirdo logic that, that really doesn't make sense, because, you know, even coming back, so we're in the uh, Orlando airport, and I'm like, look, you know, it's a direct flight. How many people are going to be going to Manchester, New Hampshire? I know. <laughs> a whole plane full let me tell you, no spare seats. No spare seats. Wow.
0: Well, yeah, because they got bounced.
1: Yeah, well, for just whatever reason, both said ways. The disruptions in Florida just...
0: have left thousands of passengers scrambling yeah. for alternate flights or mm-hmm. paying extra hotel stays and meals. Yeah. JetBlue canceled flights at both the start and conclusion of a trip to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got lucky, girl.
1: Oh, we did well. I said I would have missed you, but if I had to get stuck, I guess I'd be okay getting stuck where it was sunny or all the time and warm. Yeah. I mean, swimming out my days at the hotel pool would not have been the worst things that happened.
0: Yeah, I just hate spending because usually. I've expended my money.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> there's that. I was just yeah. going to put it on the pay now. What yeah, is it? Buy the, now, yeah, pay later yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, if TikTokers can do it. Man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it, it was, I, I really was shocked, honestly, that the flights went so smoothly for our particular trip because, just like you said, the headlines everywhere, yep. days before, days after, uh, everybody was getting bumped and canceled and, yeah, it, chaotic. But space flights? <laughs> that did not uh yeah. factor into any of my calculations. Well, I guess you
0: have to clear
1: the the air routes. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I didn't that's even think interesting. about that. One. No, I didn't either. But I, got, I did think about cuz the other headline that's been bubbling up uh, throughout all of that is uh pilot fatigue. Because they're stretched as well. They they're having a hard time finding enough pilots a lot of the reasons that some of the flights are being canceled is because they cannot find pilots that have not already exceeded their flying hours or pilots to work. So as I'm getting on that plane, because this will surprise you, but I tend to be a little jumpy, a little high strung. And so it's very easy for me to worry about the flight. And I'm thinking, please just let our pilots be very well rested and on top of their game. Yep.
0: Yeah, I know, I always hate seeing uh, my pilots at the bar, uh, waiting <laughs> well, for the waiting for the flight. Yeah. yeah,
1: Well, I'm like when you see who you think your pilot is because he's lingering near the the gate and he gets on first. So I'm looking. Does he have bags under his eyes? Does he look competent? I mean, yeah, you're kind of doing the little scrutinizing yep. right yep. there. It's like, oh no, oh gosh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't be doing this. Um,
0: um it was uh, on the state, um, May fifth, nineteen sixty. One. Okay. New Hampshire. Road into space. Alan Shepard. Oh. Alan Shepard piloted the Mercury Redstone 3 mission, became the second person and the first American to travel into space. He named his uh, spacecraft Mercury Spacecraft 7 Freedom 7, uh, had breakfast the morning of the flight, orange juice, filet mignon wrapped in bacon and scrambled eggs yay
6: That's a good breakfast. Uh, that's a good
0: breakfast. Yep. Um and then uh, uh then he took off. Um Shepard stayed on a flight for 15 minutes, reached an altitude of 101.2 nautical miles and uh millions of people uh watched it on television and uh kind of uh kind of cool. Um and it was that's why Derry got uh, the nickname Spacetown USA because that's where Alan Shepard was from. So, um, kind of cool. Um, and according to uh, Gene Kranz in his uh, book, Failure is Not an Option, when reporters asked Shepard what he thought about as he sat on top of the Redstone rocket waiting for liftoff, he replied, The fact that every part of this ship was built by the lowest bidder. Yeah, that's what I'd want to be thinking about for sure. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yep, New Hampshire rode into uh, rode into history May 5th, 1961 on uh, the Mercury Redstone three rocket piloted by Alan
1: Shepard. Very interesting. Yep.
0: There you go. So we'll take a quick break. Nine We'll be back right after this. You can't
6: always get what you want But if you try sometimes well you might find
0: words can't always get what you want but if you look hard enough sometimes you get what you need and that can apply to the world of finance and speaking of the world of finance it's our pleasure to welcome back in the president of the new hampshire bankers association been a while since we've uh, had a chance to chat with christy merrill morning christy good
4: morning thank you so much for having me great to be here
0: no it's good to have you back um i i wanted to touch base with you on a couple of things a uh, one I know that the uh, Bankers Association, which you are uh, the president of, um, was applauding the New Hampshire House for passage of uh, Senate Bill 385, which allows for the delaying of transactions to help combat financial exploitation. Uh, in practical terms, what does that mean?
4: Yeah, so in practical terms, um, you know, a lot of the bankers who uh, work with customers and see their financial transactions, many times see suspicious activity um, when they know, particularly the elderly and the vulnerable, um, are being scammed, and they, they often don't have a lot of resources to do anything about it. And so what this bill does, it allows them to, um, once they've investigated the issue, to be able to place a hold on the trans on a pending transaction um, if a deed fraud is suspected. And so it just gives them a little bit of time to look into it further. Um, they report it to uh, other officials, and they can try to look into it further. And so it just helps to put in some, some precious time because all too often um, banks get calls either from their customers or family members of customers who say, boy, you know, we just sent $50,000 to China. Is there anything you can do? And once that money is gone, it's gone. So, um, so oh. really, really excited about this tool that we hope is going to be helpful. Now, how long can you put a hold on? So the longest period of time is 15 days. Um, and that is, I think, that's probably at the outside that you, that you would typically see. But um, if you wanted, if if the if it looks like it's still not being resolved, that there is scam that needs to be addressed, um, they can actually go to the court, the, uh, the the proper authorities there, and ask for an extension. But um, the the law, as this is proposed, allows for 15 days.
0: And is that I don't know how long it takes to investigate uh, to, to make a determination if there is possible fraud or a scam is that enough time for for the people on the front lines to you know wean their way through it
4: yeah, I think so. You know, we really think it's just having the ability for just a few extra days to look into it is helpful. So we we do think it's going to be a big help. Um, we don't know how it's going to play out, and so part of the bill includes um, a reporting feature in there to see how it's how this is actually gone. So we can look at it and say, okay, do we need some additional resources? Do we need to make changes? How is this actually working? Um, but uh, but we're encouraged because it's just you know it's just so sad when the, the funds go out the door and the banks at that point can't do anything to help.
0: And, and I'm assuming that one of the reasons these scams succeed is because they push a sense of urgency. Uh, we've got to do it now, 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 now. And you coming in, being a, a, you know, a fly in the ointment, uh, slows that down and, and perhaps can you know ca- stop money from going out the door
4: exactly and it just helps people to think about the situation and to and to find out is this really real because you know the bankers will have a lot of conversations and say are you sure about this you know um when they know it it seems to be a suspicious transaction and so it just gives them a little bit of time to think about it which is really precious um it just is, is so painful and heartbreaking to see when this happens
0: so uh, obviously because i don't deal with this uh, i'm going okay um, so there is a bill that has passed that addresses this problem. Is it really a problem? Is it, does, is it that prevalent?
4: It really is. Okay. Yes, it, it definitely is a problem um, because of the way the state reports um, scams and things like that on the elderly. They don't have the financial sector broken out, so I don't have good specific financial numbers for you. But um, the numbers are staggering, and so that's why it was great. We had a wonderful coalition of support. We worked very closely with the attorney general's office, um, the banking department, and health and human services to, to come up with this bill. And we, we work together for something that works for everybody, but. You know, this broad coalition um, also included, you know, the Alzheimer's Association, AARP, law enforcement. And the reason why um, I think there was such support behind it is because it is such a big problem. Um, And just with our aging population in New Hampshire, it's just more and more important that we try to address it.
0: I remember having a conversation with somebody and I said, you know, um, and they were talking about somebody they knew who um, they thought was being scammed. And I said, well, they're going to lose their money. And they said, no, they won't. So what do you mean? Well, it's FDIC insured. I went, no, 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 no. That doesn't cover that.
4: That's right. That's right. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but you're right. you know, if someone is convinced that they need to send a certain amount of money to another country or whatever, once they've made that wire transaction, um, that money is gone. And, you know, the banks will do whatever they can to help. And, and like, a lot of times, you know, because they see the customers come back and they kind of get to know them and um, they see what the regular patterns are, they know when something is off. And so they do try and ask questions and things like that. But many times the scammers are sophisticated, you know, whether they're, they're trying to pose a as, um, you know, as working for the Social Security or the IRS or um, romance scams are really prevalent and are just, um, you know, the scammers that go after those who are lonely and and try to form relationships for the sole purpose of trying to go after the funds. So it's, um, unfortunately, once it's gone, it's gone. Um, So that's why this tool is just so important. Well,
0: and and, uh, I'm glad that it passed. And uh, hopefully it is, uh, you know, like you said, People coming in and and, uh, the people in the New Hampshire banks get to know their customers and, you know, uh, they say, wait, something's not right here. You know, maybe we can step in and, and intercede on your behalf.
4: Exactly. And I don't think it's something that you're going to see them do, uh, you know, uh, they're going to take great care and caution in doing so. But particularly when you're dealing with vulnerable adults and and the elderly is when um, I think it's appropriate for bankers to try to do something like this.
0: Absolutely. Christy, while we have you, let me ask, um, I'm sure that uh, all the New Hampshire banks were watching uh, the Federal Reserve yesterday increased its benchmark interest rate by half a percentage point. Um, So what's that what's that going to mean? to banks in New Hampshire? Is it gonna be cost me more to, for loans? Uh, am I gonna get, are we gonna get better CD rates? I mean, what, what's gonna happen?
4: Yeah, I think with, um, with, with that kind of interest rate, um, I think the, the bankers were certainly happy to see it. Um, there's a lot of speculation about what the Fed is going to do to try to address inflation. Um, the bankers are really concerned about inflation and how that affects their customers. You know, they know that people are spending more money on gas and groceries, and, and those are real impacts. And so with, uh, with the interest rate increases, I think they're optimistic that this is going to be helpful. Um, and so hopefully, you know, down the road here, you'll start to see some Uh, some rising rates on on CDs and things like that. Um, But, you know, the banks are very well positioned. They're well capitalized and they're highly liquid right now. And so I think they're ready for whatever comes our way in the next six to 12 months. And, um, you know, just as as they were there during the pandemic and everyone was sort of didn't know what to expect, um, banks are there. And for anyone who's listening, you know, if you start to have difficulties, uh, we always encourage people just to talk to your banks and they're going to be be there for you and they're going to try to work with you and help you through whatever comes in the future
0: but is it going to cost me more to get a home loan or a car loan
4: I think down the road, uh, we can see that, you know, we can see those rates beginning to rise. And, um, you know, I don't think we've seen a lot of that yet, but we know that mortgage rates are already going up. So, um, you know, and, and the bankers are really concerned about um, the housing market, just I, I'm sure, you know, you're hearing that everywhere. But just like everyone else, they're worried about housing and hiring. and so. Um, you know, with the rates, that's definitely going to, you know, uh, have to keep an eye on that situation. And with the low availability of housing stock, that's concerning as mm-hmm. well. So it's, uh, there's just, there's a lot that's going on right now. And, and you and your listeners well know that. And, um, you know, but the banks will be there and, and happy to work with folks as best as they can.
0: Boy, I can't tell you the number of times I've heard house uh, is on the market for 395 And somebody comes in and says, I'll give you $450. Boom. And then it's like, what? there's there's still some silly money out there
4: there really is and it's just not sustainable it can't be
0: mm, man i don't i don't get it not not where i came from it isn't but anyway I we know, will see but no the bankers you know you've, you know, community banks the the banks in new hampshire you've always had our back and i know you're going to keep doing it
4: absolutely we will we'll be there
0: all right christy appreciate the time call us anytime
4: Okay. thanks so much. You all take care. All
0: right. Christy Merrill, president of the New Hampshire Bankers Association, talking about uh, that bill uh, to help combat exploitation, which I'm glad to see, uh, because the scammers are there. You know, they make 200 calls a day. They only have to hit one or two, you know, so they get a two percent success rate. Hey, it just made one hundred thousand today.
1: Yeah, it's, it's scary how easy it is to get some folks to go along with it because all they've got to do is say a couple of key phrases. Yeah, I guess. And, yeah. Yep, I've talked with, actually, a couple people, and and she's right when she says it. It does happen more often than you would think. Um, you know, in my short times that I had worked at a bank, I was surprised at how many folks I came across who I was trying to ask those questions because you do get trained to ask questions when appropriate and try to, you know, have a more in-depth conversation before this person is sending money out. And, um, It's once you start going down that road, then they're like, oh, because think of all the things that are kind of newer to especially an aging population. Um, The fact that just because they are saying this or they they look like this on the Internet, that doesn't make it official. That doesn't make it okay, Or, you know. all you've got to do is get one fact out there, and it's easy to get uh, someone to go along with you. Yeah, so it's it is dangerous, and and just as she said, once that money is out and it's left the country, you've wired it somewhere. That's it.
0: Yep, yeah. no, that's true. So wow, um, I I still hate to see it though. It's yeah. just you know, yep, um, sponging off. You know my grandmother or, mm-hmm. you know yeah so,
1: yep. yep and it is it's go get a damn job yeah you know? i know
0: but I know. anyway but yeah. i'm glad to see that they can say this doesn't look right yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we need let, to put a hold on yep yep, yep. so and, perfect and okay so 15 days at the outside but then they could get a court appeal to... to
3: right, expand. if it
1: needs that okay. that longer time. But even within those, just as she was saying, in, in those first few days, a lot can be done to try to verify that this is legit. Yeah, I got
0: it. All right. 928 is the time. We'll take a break. Back on the other side.
6: It's another the sunrise Stirring slowly across the sky Said goodbye, he was just a hired hand, working on the dreams he planned to try, the days go by. Good-bye.
1: Because? Well, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, there
0: you go. It's just another tequila
1: sunrise. All right. There you go. And sunset for some people. Oh, I remember those days. (laughs) (laughs) Long gone now. Cabo Wabo. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, wait, interrupt my nap to go out and do what? No, Uh, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, how life changes. Yep. Life changes. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, clean living clean living yeah. yeah you know speaking of oh. speaking of uh, maybe being a little inebriated or oh. under the weather
0: oh nice transition
1: thank you oh, okay i have captured a recording a and i feel like, like no at a karaoke bar no oh. better way better oh, okay let me back up do okay. you feel like it's uh-huh. important to keep promises to our listeners Um, most of the time, yeah. So what I hear you saying is yes. I have been threat, I mean promising for quite some time to play a recording of our very own Peter St. James. What? Seeing the iconic song that we used to play every Thursday, six days on the road. But it's not, you know maybe what we do when we come back that will be the bump and we will play it in its entirety and i am sure that people are going to be on the edge of their seats for the musical stylings of peter st james and i happen to have it in my possession at my control with all the switches on my end i can't get you exactly which is just how we need it to be wow okay
0: um i was not in
1: full control of my faculties. well i think that's how i got that segue <laughs> yeah <laughs> Going, yeah yes, I, okay yes. I got that, that might have been from those days uh mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know um, but i've got to say you did a, a decent little, job a little alcohol decent just kind job. of you know yeah, yeah.
0: made you sound like yeah i'm
1: sawyer brown yeah exactly yeah. it's it's i had to make sure i knew which one i was bringing up Wow. so yes we will we will enjoy that when we come back from the next break uh, oh, okay. so Beyond on the edge of
0: your seats, All folks. Right. Uh, wow. I haven't heard it in a while.
1: <laughs> well, guess what? You're in for a treat. Oh, swell. Yeah.
0: Um, Elvis.
1: Yes, I would say you're similar to Elvis. I don't know that you can claim that same level of panache. but
0: Scored his first number oh. one single on this date in 1956. Oh. What was his first hit song?
1: Six Days on the Road. No. Huh well since heartbreak. my baby uh, left me did i i it, got it right it heartbreak hotel Woo.
0: there you go first million seller all right and it was the best-selling single of all of 1956 sure it was
1: yep that's a good one do you know what the song's about since his ba- i'm breaking up with a girl
0: mm. yeah kind of well um the lyrics were based on a newspaper article about a guy who jumped from a hotel window he was depressed that's terrible nobody listens to
1: the lyrics since my I'm baby to, left me, yeah. i found a
0: new place to dwell. I'm down at the end of Lonely Street at Heartbreak Hotel. But
1: it doesn't say he was jumping from the window. But that's
0: what the, that's what the songwriter saw the story about the guy jumped out, and that's how he made the
1: leap. Well, that's very sad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it was on the state in 1963 on the recommendation of George Harrison, mm-hmm. one of them Beatle guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he... he uh, Told the uh, guy at Decca Records, <laughs> um, the guy who turned down the Beatles, by mm-hmm, the way, mm-hmm. he said, Hey, go see this band called the Rolling Stones. And he went down, and the Rolling Stones were signed to the label within a week.
1: Wow. Yeah. wow. So
0: he passed on the Beatles, and when the Beatles said, Go sign these guys, he now looked like a savant.
1: Oh my goodness. Yep. Wow. There wow. You, there
0: you go. And speaking of Beatles on the state in 1969, uh, one of my favorite singles by the Beatles, Get Back, was, mm. was released on this date in 69. Okay. And John Lennon claimed in 1980 that there was some underlying thing about Yoko in there, claiming that McCartney looked at Yoko Ono, who was in the studio, every time he sang the lyric, get back to where you once belonged.
3: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Can I believe it? Yep, yeah, I, yeah, I can. Scandal and intrigue. But, uh, yeah. Scandal and intrigue. And uh, 1972, mm-hmm. th- there was a festival Music festival, kind of like a low-budget Woodstock. Yep. Um, in England, um, Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. Doctor John, mm-hmm. Donovan, The Kinks, America, Country Joe, um, New Riders of the Purple Sage, Captain Beefheart, and the Flamin' Groovies. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty wow. good lineup. They're all right. That's Never a, heard of you, half of them. Oh no! I thought that was and number one, you probably liked the song. I hated it. Um, number one song on this date in nineteen seventy nine, Peaches and Herb,
1: yeah, reunited. Reun- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Of yeah. course, it. why would you hate that? What's I wrong with never, you? I
0: just sappy.
1: What? Yeah, it's supposed to be they're reunited. And every time that something comes back together, when we first started our uh, show, what did I say? It was going to be Genie and Peter it. back together again, reunited. reunited yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Well, maybe that's going to be. Yeah, you're right. So there you go.
1: All right. Well, then, you know what? Since we're talking about all these musical stylings, I think I'm just going to play your song now and we'll go into break listening to your beautiful hit. I have to go throw up. I know you are. I love the control that I have. All right. right. Stay tuned, people. We are going to hear Peter St. James. If I can do this right, (laughs) I'm not doing anything. I know you're not.
3: There we go. Yeah. There we go.
1: I'm cutting your mic.
6: Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down that eastern seaboard. I got my diesel wound up, and she's running like never before. There's a speed zone ahead, but alright, I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got 10 forward Some little white lines and my eyes Are open wide Just passed A jimmy and a white I've been passing everything In sight Six days on the road I'm gonna make it home tonight Well it seems Like a month since I kissed my baby Goodbye I could have a lot of women But I not like some of you guys I could find one but I could never make believe it's right Six days I don't think at home tonight
1: John cougar yeah actually we got john cougar on line one also he wants to oh. ask you for a few tips on oh, uh, vocal, <laughs> some vocal coaching oh god <laughs> all right we don't have john cougar on line one you know who we do have oh. our friend kenny oh. listener oh. Kenny. How are hey, you kenny hey
0: how's it going living the dream man what's going on
7: i just came up with a brilliant new idea for a new business i'm going to start Okay, and uh, it's called tunes in a bucket, and so I'll supply you with the bucket, and you put the tunes in it. I like it. You're back. I like
0: it. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, you
7: actually did pretty well. I got to admit. Wow. You know,
0: <laughs> exactly. That, it wasn't me. It was the. It was the alcohol.
7: Yeah, well, no question about that. But, you know, for a guy with, a, with a nice baritone or bass voice like you, I mean, it doesn't always translate into music. But well, hey, I don't know that you got a career, <laughs> but you got to, you got the talent with it anyway.
0: Hey, I'd be happy for a few free drinks, you know. <laughs> yeah,
7: well. Hey. You get up here to the Upper Valley, I guarantee. You, I will uh, oh, there. You go for a drink.
3: All right, perfect. Hey, I, All right.
7: I, I know you're a Beatles. I know you're a Beatles fan. I know she isn't so much, but I stumbled across something yesterday that uh, is just awesome. It's worth taking a look at. So I guess McCartney just started a new tour at, at the ripe old age of damn near eighty or whatever he is. Yeah. New tour out in Spokane, Washington, and there, there was a bunch of it on. on uh, on youtube and one of the things he did so you 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 know the song i've got a feeling and they did that on the rooftop right yeah so they so mccartney and his band start playing it and about halfway through it they get this giant screen and they go to john's part with him on the screen perfectly synced in time to, to what they're doing it was just like he was there. It was um, talk about goosebumps. Wow. Oh my god! Wow, it that's was cool. amazing. You got you got to watch it. It is it's really good. I mean, he's you know, McCar- he's starting to lose it. He can't hit the high notes like he once could. I mean, you know, yeah, I know. He, who can blame him? But right, I mean, He can he still does well. He holds a crowd. I mean, that's for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, who doesn't and, want uh, to see him? Oh, I—that's I, you know. My wife and I have been to a lot of concerts over the years, and that's one I—I I would still go to if we had, had the opportunity. Because he's a legend; he's a living legend, you know.
3: Yep, for but sure.
7: But watch that, and and the camera work, If you know anything about that rooftop concert, they had a ton of cameras up there, and it was perfect. It was like there was a guy laying on the ground, pointing the camera right at John. That's all, John, and. I don't know if you remember, they were all really happy that day when they were up there. It's like the thing's finally over. And he had this big smile and, and, you know, and and doing that duet together, it was just, oh, my God, it was it was wonderful.
0: All right, so here, here, here's your chance, Kenny. Here's your chance, okay? Yep. Um, yep. McCartney has added a second date at Fenway Park for June 8th. Oh, no kidding. Yep, yep. No kidding. I know the first one sold out like yeah, right well, off. So but. they've added a second date at Fenway for June 8th. So if you want you and mom want to go, get on it quick, man.
7: Yeah, well, uh, uh, when's the contest for the tickets?
0: When are you guys going to have the contest for the tickets? If we got um, tickets, I ain't giving them away. <laughs> Jeannie and I are going.
1: <laughs> that was a cute idea, Kenny. Yeah.
0: Not a chance in hell that's going to fly.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you, you,
7: you see how my mind's working anyway. <laughs> no, I know, I got you. Very right. creative. I got gotcha. you. I got to head over to Home Depot and get the buckets before they sell out. All, All right, man. There day. you go.
0: Good thinking. You keep thinking, Kenny. Yeah. All right, check in. Check out that YouTube.
7: It is awesome.
0: I will. Thank you. All right. So yes, uh, second date has been announced at Fenway Park for June eighth. I don't know if tickets are still available. But if you want to go see Sir Paul McCotney. Wow. There you
1: go. Very interesting. Yep, there Very you go. interesting. Wow, wow, wow. So, so are, are you um, one of those <laughs> are what? you mocking me now? Yeah. Because I yeah, hijacked here. That's okay. It was worth it. That's all right. Were you one of those kids? Or even young Still adults. In. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Do you ever take um, stray animals in or think that you can... I'm going to say no because you know that you can't do that. Just take take in a stray animal or a little baby, anything that you see on the side of the road to try to mend it. You know that that's no, no, not going to usually no, turn out no, well.
3: No.
1: <laughs> There's a Massachusetts family who thought they found a puppy on the side of the road. Yeah. They scooped it up. I'm like, oh, this poor little lonely puppy all by himself turns out baby coyote Oh, nice <laughs> yeah 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 oh, so ultimately the baby coyote got turned in and the authorities have taken it and you know put it in a safe place to be with other baby coyotes but imagine the shock like i, w- I never was when i remember once on our street we found like a little baby bird that was in the street and we thought one of us could take it home in a little shoe box nurse it yeah. back to health because you read so many storybooks and but I was not one of the let's take in every stray animal.
0: It was a commercial. Some lady didn't have her glasses on. She's opening the slider, going,
1: <laughs> I love the beginning of that. You got me right there. And yeah. she's in
0: a house coat. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's nighttime. And she's yeah. opening the slider. Come on, Tabby. Come on. Opens the door and a skunk walks into the kitchen.
3: She's that going, would be me. She's going, good That's kitty, like, yeah. good kitty. It's like, wow. <laughs> yes. Mm, yeah, man. it's probably better to not. Try okay, that. talking
0: about uh, stray things. Yes. Uh, the annual children's fishing derby, going to be held Saturday. Stray fish in the.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stray children? I mean, if you've got some stray children wandering wandering around, herd them up and And send them down to the... annual Children's
0: Fishing Derby going to be held this Saturday, (laughs) May 7th at the Children's Brook on Pumpkin Hill Road in Warner. Uh, Children under 16 can start registering at 6.30 a.m. The derby is open from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And there's going to be free hot dog or hamburger and a cold drink for all registered children. And there's no cost to register. And um, if kiddos want to get out... There will be fish in the going to be fish in the in the river,
1: uh, in the brook. And it's open to both feral and domesticated children. There's stray children, you—that was, was a talking terrible about the stray segue. Fish, not the stray. Terrible segue. Wow, oh, that oh, was right.
0: great. Too. You muffed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Prizes will be awarded for the smallest fish, largest fish, first five fish limit caught, youngest angler, and the oldest angler. And uh, well, that oldest angler is going to be. Sixteen. I would mean, <laughs> think so. Otherwise, yeah. you're kind of disqualified. Yeah. Going to so. be a fifty okay. fifty raffle um, mm-hmm. on site there, but yeah, the kids, you know, show up at six thirty, register, stake out your spot along the brook, mm-hmm. get ready. Seven o'clock, boom, get yes. that line in there, and you're working up an appetite. You get a free hot dog or a hamburger. Come on, there's nothing good like a good. Family event. It really sure. is. Yep. Uh, so get the uh, the kiddos out there, the grandkids, <laughs> nieces, nephews, whatever. Come on find up. some
1: stray kids yeah, <laughs> bring yeah. them along with bring you them too along. <laughs> hey maybe the kids will win stuff you know <laughs>
0: yes. um but yeah you can start registering at 6 30 um at the uh, uh warner fishing game club clubhouse on mm-hmm. pumpkin hill road just off pumpkin hill road um but yeah 6 30 and the derby opens uh from 7 to 11 and uh I'm gonna
1: show. I always show up for that. That's a That's blast. awesome. Love seeing the little kids come up.
0: Yeah, got my fish.
1: Right. Well, just like we talked about earlier, um, it gets that excitement going again in more experienced anglers. You're like, oh yeah, the joy of the you know, I was gonna say the joy of the hunt. It's not a hunt. The joy of fishing. All the little simple pleasures. It kind of reignites that. Yep. No, oh, it's a blast,
0: uh, and it's fun just seeing the kids there and. Um, the kids get their fish in, and uh, some of the members of the Warner Fishing Game Club, they're there, and they've got the rulers. Mm-hmm. And they're—it's—it's it's this is the official, <laughs> very official. M- measuring weigh-in, mm-hmm. treating it very seriously. Yes. And the yes. kids are like, oh, it's a is, big it, is it okay? Deal. Yeah, yep. it's, it's just
1: a hoot. And kids don't suppress their emotions as, as much as we do as adults. So when they win or when they're really excited, you just get that whole emotion. It's very obvious. So it's very cool.
0: Yeah. I saw a, uh, um, nobody cares about this. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a good preface, too. Well, it okay. is. Go ahead.
0: But um, one person died. 5,000 Iraqis suffered from respiratory ailments due to a sandstorm. Oh. Uh, the seventh one to hit the country in the past month. Wow. Okay. And I again, we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know
1: right. It's not something we deal with.
0: But 10 years ago, I was in Kuwait mm-hmm. uh, with visiting New Hampshire National Guardsmen and was at a base up near the Iraqi frontier. And all of a sudden I'm looking, going, what's that? And it's just a wall. And our driver, uh, Sergeant went, yep, that's sandstorm. Mm. And visibility went from, oh, I don't know, five miles to five inches. Um, The sand covered the road, and it's like, you couldn't see anything. It's was like, "Wow!"
1: And I, in addition to that, I would imagine it's very hard to breathe because you're breathing in all the fine particles of sand. Well,
0: and and that's the um, that's part of the problem that we've had uh, when we were uh, sending our troops over there, mm-hmm. trying to keep the planes, trucks mm. uh, free of sand. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, our helicopters, all the tech equipment, uh, and man, once once you've been through one of those, it's like holy mm. moly. Uh, early April, a, an Iraqi government official warned that Iraq could face 272 days of dust wow. this year. Wow, wow. Yeah. Think about that. You're
1: right. That's not something that we deal with on a routine basis, or really ever. No, no. Nope. Not to the extent that... A- it, and I saw that saw that story and said, yeah, I've been... I just mm, saw it once and yeah. went,
0: holy moly. Wow. Yeah, that yep. was uh, interesting. And the other thing I saw uh, was were camels. And they're walking through the desert. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And they, my driver said, yeah, hang on, watch. am watching, here goes camels, camels, camels. Then here comes a truck following the camels. I said, what are they doing? He said, they, nobody does camel herding anymore. So the rich people who own the camels want to remember where they came from. So they have camels and they just have somebody herd them back and forth. And I thought, I, what? I
1: thought I was seeing something really cool. No, it was just... They're just driving behind the camels to make them move? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. That would Somebody's got money. sort of like a waste yeah, of time, uh, I think. Well. Yeah. So anyway, see you at the uh, Warner Fishing Game Club uh, Kids Fishing Derby on Saturday. Other than that, Jeannie and I will be back on Monday.
1: Sounds good.
6: With me, if we roll down streets of fire, would you hold on to me tighter as the summer sun got higher?